Yeah. I don't know what it is about this fucking mic. It just makes me nervous. Or maybe just every mic. We will live for eternity. We do it for posterity. Ran into the best ones yet, one of it. Running with the best ones yet. Solid on the bedrock, break not a sweat. Solid on the bedrock, yeah. We will live for eternity. We will live for eternity. Welcome to season two of Make It Clap, like butt cheeks, but also applause. I'm your host, Gavani Kimaru. Thank you so much for joining us for a second season. New year, new season, same old Panasonic. This is a podcast about the good, the bad, the ugly conversations about life, love, and everything in between. So before we kick things off, two things that I really want to say. You may have noticed we have some new theme music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're moving on up, guys. So that is Rafiki, R-A-F-I-I-K-I. I told her, I want something that makes me feel bad, like badass. But I also want something that is vibey because I'm a Pisces and it's Pisces season. So um, big shout out to Melissa for that. I really appreciate, first of all, her turnaround time on that was insane. And then you, you've heard it, you know, it's good. And then the second thing I really want to say before we dive into this first episode is thank you so much for listening. Every single one of you um, for every episode that you listen to for the screenshots you sent me, for the messages um, that I've gotten from you guys telling me, you're doing great. I really appreciate them, guys. Sometimes you feel like you're just like sending this thing out into the vacuum. So it's always great when you get feedback that you're you're doing okay and keep doing it because we like it. So a huge shout out to you for being here, for subscribing, which you will do now um, today episode one of season two so liz and i met a couple of years ago through another mutual friend and um we've just kind of had this you know this social media thing like i see her on there she comments on my stuff i comment on her stuff and so i noticed that she'd started doing this thing around health and wellness and i thought hey i really want to talk about women our relationship with our weight the way we see food, how we feel about ourselves. So here's episode one of season two of Make It Clap, Women and Our Relationship with Food. Let's start with who is Liz? What does Liz do? What is Liz about? Um, just tell us a bit about yourself and then we'll get into it. Um, Liz is a mom. And uh, Linda, if you allow me, I always start with this um, because anytime I get um, a platform like this, yeah. To talk about myself, I always start with what is most important to me. So I am a mom mm-hmm. and I am a mom to a 12-year-old boy who has autism. Mm-hmm. So I always take uh, one second to just uh, let people know what autism is. Yeah. Autism is a uh, developmental disorder that is um, that displays by difficulties in social interaction and communication. Mm-hmm. So with my son, who's called Jabari, He's, uh, he has delayed speech. 
he can communicate because communication is just not about speech, mm -hmm. uh, but he, he struggles with speech. So we are working a lot with that and he goes to a special school. Yeah. So um, out of this platform, I just like people, your listeners to know that autism exists and there are some parents who are struggling um, with raising their kids and I'm one of them. It defines me and basically defines who I am as a person. So secondly, I am a banker, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm a career banker. I love my banking job. And um, if you follow banking, you'll see me a lot in the banking circles. <laughs> but do you uh, say? <laughs> I, think, I, I don't know that when we last met when I was a banker, I moved into banking and now I say I am a career banker. Thirdly, <laughs> Um, my passion, I follow my passion and I guess that's the reason why I'm here today. I am a coach and I'm a wellness and success coach. And uh, when it comes to wellness, I just help ladies um, get to a level where they're confident about their bodies, where they want to look good and not only look good, feel great so that they can perform um, well and meet their um, obje objectives and goals. And when we talk about goals, I help ladies uh, set up their goals and not only set up their goals, put systems and routines in, into place in their lives so that they can achieve those particular goals. Yeah. So in a nutshell, that's who I am. <laughs> okay. First of all, those are a lot of things. <laughs> so <you talk> every <laughs> other woman out here trying to live, right? Like we're juggling yes. so many things at the same time. Um, I want to know, it's interesting, you've mentioned like your son, right, Jabari. So yes. I'm curious if in any way, like his autism kind of also led you naturally to like this health and wellness path, or um, it was just two things that were independent and then you find, somehow found a way to connect both of them. So I've always struggled with weight. Um, those who have always been in a perpetual diet. In fact, if you meet my college friends, they, they keep asking, Liz, are you still dieting? No, I don't look at diet. I now have a lifestyle. Uh, but it was interesting that I learned about the power of food mm -hmm. um, through the journey I have had with my son. Yeah. So when uh, we discovered that he has autism, he was um, uh, about to turn uh, three, he had started school and the school was like, okay, he's way behind his classmates, there's something wrong and you know, schools can't diagnose and we started our agonizing journey to find out what's wrong. Mm. Um, and when we got the autism um, diagnosis, that's the word, when we're told yeah. that he has autism and you know, you immerse yourself in Google and like, I am here to heal my son. <laughs> yeah. And one is, and, and one of the things we did, uh, we found out is that we need to eliminate some things from his diet. Wow. And uh, the things we need to eliminate from his diet is gluten, um, artificial um, ingredients, mm -hmm. and uh, sugar, and uh, milk. So just by eliminating those uh, four things, the turnaround we saw was amazing. So he had eczema, bad eczema, and he mm -hmm. had asthma. That disappeared. I cannot remember the last time we used an inhaler on, on him. Secondly, we started seeing that his speech is coming up, not fully developed, but you know, he started picking up one or two words. When we regulated his food by eliminating these uh, types of um, ingredients, his hyperactivity stopped. He's one of the calmest uh, kids I've, 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 I've ever met. In fact, sometimes they're like, he's too calm. <laughs> 
which is um, yes, which which is basically the opposite of, of, of what we see with the kids who have who are the autism uh, spectrum. Yeah. So I was like, what else um, can um, uh, what else can food do if we are seeing these uh, micro improvements, these big leaps? And I started applying some of those protocols on myself. So eliminating sugar, eliminating eliminating wheat, um, just finding out what other things I can do from a food perspective to be able to make me healthier. Because for me, it was not just about weight loss. Um, it's um, by the time I I um I keep on saying my goal is when I'm fifty, I want to be J Lo. You know. Um, <laughs> Okay, girl. So that's, <laughs> yes, that's, that's my why. And um, I can only do that if I watch what I eat. Mm. Okay, so let me yeah. take you back to college Liz. You said college Liz was always on a diet. <laughs> and I'm assuming <laughs> a little bit after college. Actually, I think when I yeah. met you, you might have been on a diet. <laughs> it's, it's, I think that's what's constant about me. <laughs> I think actually, yes, because when I was checking my email to find your email address, um, you'd sent me some, I don't know if it was intermittent fasting or keto. It was something because I also wanted to do it at the time. Um, so yeah, you, you are definitely, you're like a lifetime. Well, not anymore, but he used to be a lifetime <laughs> dieter. Like, what was that like? Um, so what what happened is that um, I actually do tell people that I am um, I, I was an uh, an Oprah. You know, once upon a time, Oprah was a serious serial Oh one yeah. Day, yes, one day she's lost uh, thirty kilos magically, and the next day it's thirty kilos plus on on top of what she had <laughs> yeah. lost. And uh, any new diet, I used to look for diets on the, you know, even before the internet became a thing. I remember there was a, a breakfast cereal I used to like taking called um, Special K. Oh, I and love they would have a, a, a <laughs> they, yeah, they would have a, a, a meal plan on, on the, on the, on the um, box. And I would do that. And my colleagues would just be like, are you serious? <laughs> so like, you were just finding diets and meal plans wherever you could find them if they looked healthy you were gonna try them yes you know from the cabbage soup diet to <laughs> you did the cabbage soup diet yes yes how was that oh my god that, that's that's that was a difficult one the two that have been the most difficult was the cabbage soup one mm -hmm. and the uh, the juicing one you know where you go on a five day or a ten day uh juicing one yeah, I remember there was a time I did the juicing one, and by the time I was on day four, I, I walked into the office and I carried my bag right out. I couldn't even walk. Oh, I was seriously unwell. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, like, what do you think, or what was going through your mind, like, as you started each diet, as you were thinking about doing one diet from the next, like, what was your relationship with yourself, I guess, and with your body like at that time? It was all vanity. So I've mm -hmm. always been the the bigger the bigger girl, mm -hmm. you know, in, in primary school, in, in high school, uh, in campus, always been the bigger girl. So you always have this 10, 15 kilos that you're always aiming to lose, mm -hmm. uh, to look like your friends. Um, your friends are wearing um, the, the tank tops. Mm. 
yeah. all these nice fitting dresses and you can't because you have the extra weight so you're always trying I was always trying to get to that mm -hmm. and it was not about health definitely not about health it was all about vanity mm -hmm. um, can I fit into this outfit can I look like my friends can I look like the girls in the magazine the girls in the tv mm -hmm. um, that's all so whether it meant doing something drastic to get there the fastest way possible yeah that's all that mattered that's all that mattered. That sounds like a really crazy oh. way to live. Would you say like, did you experience any joy in any of this dieting? Were there moments like, I can imagine if you do a diet and you lose like a bunch of weight, there must be a small moment of celebration there. Obviously, uh, but uh, when you fall back to your old habits, because the moment you have restricted yourself, for a week or two weeks. So let's say the cabbage uh, cabbage diet is, is, is it a seven day diet or is it a 14 day diet? Yeah. The moment you're done with that, it's freedom. So you're back to binge eating. So you celebrate and within another two weeks, everything is back with its relatives. <laughs> <laughs> with more people than the last time, yep. Yes, yes. The, the last time you're like, okay, I have to start this over again. <laughs> Do you remember what that used to feel like? Like that moment when you regress and you put all the weight back on? Um, you go into a state of depression and you keep on wondering why. Why do I have to be that person who always has to struggle or always has to be? I'm like, always asking myself, do I, does that mean in life I have to be on a permanent diet? Did you think you were yeah. going to be on a permanent diet? Of course. Yeah. Of course. It's time to take a quick break now, but when we come back, Liz and I continue this conversation on women in our relationship with food. We're going to go back to her days in campus, where the genesis of some of this was, and the things that she wants people to know about how they feel about themselves, their weight, and food. We'll be right back. This is the Make It Clap podcast, like butt cheeks, but also applause. I'm Gavani Kimaru. In this episode, I've been talking to a friend, Liz, who runs a business called Precious Wellness. And we've been talking about women and the way we feel about our bodies and particularly our relationship with food and weight. So we continue that conversation now. I was actually going to ask you like how you used to view food then versus now and it sounds like then it was just like there was a lot of fear and obsession around it yeah yes almost um bordering on on having a disorder you are um extremely uh, restricting yourself extremely restricting yourself and then when you open up you are basically binging so whether it's night binging uh, weekend binging or uh, momentarily binging after restricting yourself over a period. Uh, when you read about disorders, that's a mm -hmm. disorder. So to turn that around and just have a positive relationship with food and be able to work around what you have, um, that's that's a huge change. Yeah, what was that? So what was that moment? Like, um, what sparked your okay, I can't do this anymore. This is really not sustainable. It's not working. I hate everything about this. Um, how did that 
When did you start to change that? I tie back to when I started now basically learning about food. So when I'm mm -hmm. going through the uh, motions of finding out what works for my son, I'm like, oh, this can also work for me and I can be able to have food in a sustainable way where I'm enjoying what I'm having and I know what the effects are. So uh, and I'm not living food as good or bad. But I'm making choices that are going to be able to be um, implemented in the long term. And yeah. then um, I started out an exercise regime. Um, we just started um, very mightily with walking. I, I used to walk from work. And I started doing that. And then I did that for a while and started going to the gym. So not only did I turn around my relationship with, uh, with food, I now started uh, doing like the holistic, you know, the holistic wellness. Mm -hmm. Where I now, I became now. I love the gym, and I'm 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 loving the effects that the gym is having on me. I'm loving the uh, hormones that have, have been released when I when I go for my gym session. I'm getting clarity, and when I combine this with food, um, and that's the, the 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 good food in quotes, um, I'm seeing these drastic results that I don't have to struggle so much, and I do not have to um, limit myself. Mm -hmm. so I'm like okay. This makes sense. Um, so I started learning now. I started immersing myself more into nutrition. And um, I, I, I created my, my social media. The people I'm following were just talking about functional nutrition, both on Twitter and on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I started learning this whole world um, that I was not privy to, that I now need to move my focus away from the vanity, which is there, uh, which I now call the byproduct, and start thinking of, how do I become age, age ageless? How uh -huh. do I make my skin? How do I make my skin better? How do I function um, at my best yeah. to be able to achieve my goals both personally and 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 um, even the the what I'm giving back to the community, what I'm giving back to my job? Um, how do I grow in my career? And I was like, all these things are centered around my energy. So how do I tap into my energy? And I coined this phrase that um, your energy is currency. Uh -huh. So how do I build my energy to bring um, money to the bank? You know where the money resides? <laughs> where the money resides? Where the money resides? <laughs> and how do I create this into a lifestyle? So my, you know, I started putting philosophies around that hmm. uh, to get into overall wellness. You know, the time I wake up, setting a routine, what I eat, you know, yeah. um, what are the foods that are going to give me the most energy? Who do I surround myself with? Um, wow. and, and now it became, it became a circle. It no longer became about this vanity thing. And the end result is yes, the, the vanity is, 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 <laughs> is happening. I'm looking younger than I, I mean, look. I yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I look younger than when I look when I was in my thirties. I have more energy than I did when I was in my late 20s and my 30s. So I was like, yes, this is a good thing. And how do I spread the cheer? And that's when I started um, coaching. Yeah. If you never became smaller, I guess for a lack of a better way to say it, mm. um, do you think you would still have been happy? I guess in a roundabout way, what I'm trying to ask is... Yeah. When did it stop being so much about the weight um, and more about you? Uh, in fact, I love that question, Linda. Uh -huh. Once once I lost my 
initial weight. You know, this weight, like if I lose 15 kilos, I'm going to be so excited. If I lose 20 kilos, I'm going to be so excited. Hey, if I lose 30 kilos, I'm going to be ecstatic. I mean, the world is going to change for me. But what happens when you lose the 30 kilos and nothing changes? That's exactly what happened for me. Uh -huh. you know the 10 kilos then the 20 kilos then the 30 kilos and i'm like okay i've lost 30 kilos i can wear anything i want um but is that bringing me happiness and now i'm now even after losing the 30 kilos i started now dissecting everything there's this still little pouch here there's still this little pouch here you know my hands could do better um i was like no I'm not happy. You lost all this weight. That he, that's a huge amount of weight to lose. But then you were still <laughs> so obsessive about this even more, right? Yeah. So you, you lose a whole person and... Um... <laughs> <laughs> there's still more. There's still more. So I remember um, I was supposed to do um, a photo shoot with a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. And uh, we set a date and every month I would postpone. I'm like, no, let's work out for another month. And that's when we do the photo shoot until one day she was just like, we are doing it on this date, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, and, and yeah, the photos have come out, you're looking great and you're still like, no, if only this, you know, some nip and tuck is needed around here. Yeah, I guess it's just to tell um, your listeners that it has to be bigger than the vanity. Uh, for us ladies, the vanity is there, but, um, we cannot strive. I remember I was listening to a friend of mine talking yesterday. We cannot strive for perfection. We need to be able to celebrate the wins. Mm. Um, you need to be able to celebrate the small wins and not always chase a number. I was at, I, there was a, a blog I wrote and um, it's called Slave to the Scale, mm -hmm. where I, I had a routine and every morning when I wake up after I shower, the first thing I would do is step on the scale. And God forbid if that scale went up by 500 grams for whatever reason, it, it, it would mess up my day. It would lead to a binge because I would be like, why the hell am I waking up at 4.30 in the morning every day yeah. for this damn scale to go up? <laughs> might as well stuff my face. Yes, I might, I might as well stuff my face. Mm. Say tomorrow, I say, Liz, I have 50 or 100 of these compass girls, and I want you to come and talk to them about their bodies and food and their relationship with that. What would be like the things you would tell them or you would hope that they would walk away from that conversation with? Most importantly is how do you strengthen your dopamine receptors? Now, this is something Ooh, very interesting. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, this might sound weird, or I don't know if I take a poke holes, poke holes to my theory. Uh -huh. <laughs> Let's hear it. Life has become too easy. Uh -huh. If I want to get news, I will go to Twitter. If I want to watch a series, I will binge on it. If I want to, you know, um, if, if for, for males nowadays, there's a huge problem with binging on, 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 on pornography because they cannot approach a girl. Um, if I want to, if I, I remember when we used to eat uh, junk food when we were younger, yeah. it was probably closing day or Christmas day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so now if my son wants crisps, it's not even, a, I mean, it's, I, I don't even have to think twice. You want crisps? <laughs> got it, yeah. Yeah, he will get it. It's like a right, you know. 
<laughs> we live a very like right. convenient, right? And easy access. Yes. Yes. So that life of, of convenience and easy access, it's made us very lazy. And the human being is not supposed to be that lazy. Mm-hmm. You need to strive for something. You need to have goals. You need to be able to work hard and achieve something. Because guess what? When you achieve it, um, you, you 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 become excited, and you're you know you're a newborn, like a newborn human being. So because we are we are used to now just being given, and we have a right to being given, our dopamine receptors have become weakened. Hmm. And um, when our dopamine receptors become weak, we are no longer that we are no longer um, pushed. We no longer have psyche to do anything. And that's why a lot of people are going through depression because nothing motivates them anymore. There's nothing they are looking forward to. So we need to start sharpening our dopamine receptors. And one of the ways to, to, to sharpen our dopamine receptors is to reduce binge eating, to reduce um, uh, binging on Netflix, uh, to try and have goals and try and achieve those goals. Um, go to the gym, try and do something hard. Just push yourself out of the comfort, your comfort zone. Most of the youth nowadays are not being pushed. Everybody's number one. <laughs> Everyone gets a participation trophy. Yes, everybody gets a participation trophy. So I would push them to to um, start, you know, even though it's adrenaline activities that are, is going to push them out of their comfort zone. Yeah. I'm not saying they have to now. I'm not that type of person who says, okay, no, you have to work for everything you got. No, you don't have to work for everything you got. But you have to have some goals in life yeah. uh, to be able to keep you alive. Like give yourself a sense of purpose, right? Like something to work. That is that is the word, mm. a sense of purpose. That even if, and I'm not saying you there's anything wrong. I binge on on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I binge on the Queen's Gambit. I binge on this handsome guy <laughs> in that uh, royal series. <laughs> yes. yes, but now how I have I have turned it. It's a reward. So I set myself a goal. And I say, in two weeks, I have to do X, Y, Z. And if I do that in two weeks and I achieve it, then my reward is going to be, I can binge on any series I want that weekend. And I look forward to it. As opposed yeah. to every day, I just come and the only thing I'm doing is binging on Netflix from uh, when I arrive from work at 6 p.m. to, I don't know, 11 p.m. Uh, uh. I even feel, you even feel guilty if you do that, as opposed to when it is a reward. If I sit here whole weekend to watch the Queen's Gambit after I have shown, I have tangible results of achieving a goal. I am so excited. In fact, fact that day I'm telling, you know, uh, my husband and my child, please go. It is my day to binge. I have earned it. (laughs) I want for it. Yeah. I like what you've said because I was concerned for a minute because I thought you were going to be those guys for hustle culture like you have to hustle you gotta work hard you gotta put it no no. (laughs) i'm all about working smart not working hard (laughs) yes i'm a success coach and i tell my guys you have to organize yourself you know you have to automate you have to delegate and focus yourself on strategy Mm. put all your energy and strategy so that you're working smart to achieve your goals as opposed to working hard Mm. 
and that's what we do in life. We are always working so hard. And we have nothing to show for it. <laughs> I like, I really like what you said. Yeah, it tied together in the end there because you're basically saying that um, whether or not your depression is as a result of where your life currently is, it could, it, it literally could be like just the way you are. If you're not eating right, if you're not leaving the house, if you're not exercising, if you're not engaging mm-hmm. with things outside of yourself, you're also not giving yourself a chance to to recover from that right or to kind of start to heal from that um so yeah Yeah. I'm with you 100% on that it does feel like um it's also like a sense of entitlement right the way the world is set up right now everything comes so easily Mm -hmm. for us so why would something like a weight loss solution or the modification of my body have to be difficult. I should be able to do a diet, (laughs) get the exact body I want, but that's not how anything works, right? Yeah, so, you know, and that's why 21-day programs and uh, uh, detox teas, um, I mean, the, the health industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. You oh. cannot satisfy mm. uh, the demand of, of, the, of, the, of the health industry. Um, but majority of the people are making a quick buck because they're selling quick fixes. Mm-hmm. You did not, um, I know this is a cliche, but you did not gain that weight overnight. It took you a number of years to gain it. So why do you expect to lose it in 21 days? True that, yep. Um, your program is really holistic, I think. So let me mention it now, because um, I'm sure we've just been saying this thing. So Liz has, I guess I'll call it a business. I don't want to just call it a program. Much bigger <laughs> than that. Um, she runs yeah. this, Precious Wellness. So can you tell us about um, what, what do you do exactly? I know you said you're a health and success coach. Um, is that the scope of the entire business? Uh, so Precious Wellness is um, my business, <laughs> as you call it, <laughs> and uh, my business is, is a coaching one, and out of that I have uh, two programs. Um, so the one program is uh, entirely focused on um, health and uh, nutrition, and uh, so I teach you how to eat right, and I also teach you about the various facets of life that you need to tweak to be able to lead a healthy lifestyle. So be it about stress, um, Mm -hmm. be it about uh, binge eating, sugar cravings. So that's my health and nutrition program. It's called Forever 21. Mm -hmm. And uh, Forever 21 is basically what I told you. I want to be ageless. I want to be (laughs) (laughs) J-Lo. Looking good, feeling good. So your confidence will be able to to soar into into anything that you want. Mm -hmm. You have audacious goals and you're able to meet it. Nothing should hold you back. Then now the second part of my business is my success coaching. Mm -hmm. And um, the program is called Your Wellness is Precious. Uh, This is targeted to ladies. And what I do is I help ladies set audacious goals. Mm -hmm. Um, So we are very good at goal setting. We are very good at creating vision boards, but it ends there. So I make you turn your your goals and your vision board into a system. A Mm -hmm. system to make you to ensure that you achieve those goals. So I remove all those limiting uh, work with you to remove any limiting beliefs and push you towards having an abundance mindset so that you do not limit yourself. You can achieve anything you want to achieve. 
um, if you put your heart, mind into it, and most importantly, if you have the systems and routines to guide that, that's where we always lack. Yeah. So we always have this goal. Let's let's start with what you're talking about. You have a weight loss goal. You want to lose ten kilos, and it ends there. Yep. You've not changed your eating habits. You go, you go to the gym for two days and then you're like, this thing is not working. It's not working. You let your environment just... Yes, you've, you've not set up your environment to, for success. You've not changed how you're doing your meal prep. Um, you're not able to um, have accountability partners. Yeah. So you have to create a sort of um, ecosystem around you to support that goal. So that's an example I gave about... Um, losing weight, but there are so many other goals you have in life. Um, you know, I want to be financially independent. I want to start a business. Um, I don't know. All these things that we have as ladies that we want to do. Mm. But year on year, you come back and your vision board is the same <laughs> because you did not do anything about it. And even yep. though you wanted to do something about it, you are not too clear how to, to do it. So I help uh, ladies do that. And I have um, success success stories um, out of that. I have a Chevin scholar. I have someone who joined London School of Economics. I have someone who was in the team that helped Kenya win a seat in the UN Council, wow. Security Council, wow. people who have started businesses, uh, people who someone started building a house, something oh. she never thought was possible. <laughs> hey, that shit. your horn, please. Yes. So there's, there's, there's nothing magical about it. It's just you set your mind, set your goal, and you have systems that are supporting that particular goal. Yeah. So I love it. It, it and, and I think you, you can hear the passion in my voice when I'm talking about those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it lights me up. <laughs> yes. So my, my concern usually anytime I want to have someone that has something to plug is like, I'm inadvertently vouching for this thing as well, right? Like I'm saying, I'm kind of putting my stamp on it. So the way you've rattled off yeah. all testimonials, I'm like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm okay. <laughs> I think what everyone will want to know is where can they find you on social media? Are you currently running a program? Can they join the next one? So now this is the Liz Okomba show. Plug, plug, plug. Oh dear. <laughs> so um, I, I am on social media. My uh, handle on Instagram is at Precious Wellness. Yeah. Or if you just type in Liz Okomba, you'll find me. Mm -hmm. um, I use my profile on Facebook, um, Liz Okomba. I'm very active there. I do lives, give out a lot of free informative information. Yeah. And yes, uh, slide into my dm <laughs> i've just launched uh, the uh, forever 21 program it's an eight-week program so the first group is just uh, uh one week in uh but um anytime i have any of my programs i announce them on my social media i also have an email list um if you plug on my social media you can see how to get onto my email list i have a website uh precious-wellness.com <laughs> and you can know more about me if you uh, visit my my website. Yes, uh, so that's where you can get me, Linda. I feel like people should go on your website just to look at this bomb photo of you on the landing page. <laughs> <laughs> you look so good. Yeah, so the, the, remember the photo shoot I was talking about? Is that that's the one? one? <laughs> yes. You look amazing. 
Thank you so much, Liz. This was, this is something I really like talking about. And that's it for this episode. Wouldn't you say that was a really great start to the second season? I really think it was. A huge thanks to Liz for making the time to have this conversation with me. I appreciate your openness, your candor. Um, I really like Liz never holds anything back. Um, and I'm sure you could sense that as well. We will be back with an all-new episode next week. Um, next week, we're talking bipolar. Mm -hmm. Bipolar disorder. I'm really excited for you guys to hear that episode. But in the meantime, remember to subscribe. And you can follow us on Instagram at MakeItClapPod. You can also follow me on Twitter if you want to see the semi-controversial things that I say on there. <laughs> at Gavoni Kimaru. You can check out the website where I do an accompanying article for each of these episodes. That is www.makeitclappodcast.com. Mm -hmm. Our theme music is written and produced by Rafiki. That is R-A-F-I-I-K-I. You can check her out on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Spotify. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. For eternity, we do it for posterity. Running to the best ones yet, one of it. Running with the best ones yet. Solid on the bedrock, break not a sweat. Solid on the bedrock, y'all. Yeah. We will.